There it is. All right. Oops. Cool. Okay. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is BC. Uh, this is another episode of my podcast, Supreme Being. First and foremost, if you need anything real estate, advice, help, referrals, if you're an agent, doesn't matter, go to teambcsold.com or you can message us at teambcsold at gmail.com. Number two would be a shout out, obviously, to Modern Success, my coaching program. I've expanded it to the whole wide world. And really now, um, it's about the movement and the community. So make sure you guys check it out on my Instagram bio or at briancasella.com. And lastly, if you would like to partner with me at Team BC, go to partnerwithteambc.com, check out the video, sign up with us, and we'll have a chat. Okay, so let's get into it. Why am I doing another episode and what are we going to talk about today? Look, when it comes to this podcast, when I first created this podcast, what I really wanted to do was get away from what typ uh, typical people do, okay? A lot of people who are in my position, uh, if they come in through real estate, their content is 100% real estate. And what I want people to know is this, and this is just a reality, and you need to confront this. What you need in your field, the majority of what you're gonna need to be successful in your field is gonna come from outside of your field, period, okay? If you're in real estate, and all the tasks of doing a real estate agent and what you do the day-to-day, -day, I, alone, have given more than enough for free on YouTube for people to be successful in real estate, period. That's not adding anybody else who's created content, okay? So obviously there's a little bit more to this game than people think and then meets the eye because so many people are failing, okay? But we're not here to talk about that. I wanna talk about something very important and that is people's hesitation, reluctance of execution and fear around so many things, which still confuses me because it's been so over-explained Right. And I really think the the issue with it is people spend so much time on the subject. OK, well, why do I feel this fear? They try to break down why they feel fear instead of just understanding that it's a fucking emotion. OK, let me give you an example to make this crystal clear and easy for you. OK, the human itself, right? Human beings. What is unknown to us as humans, innately, we fear. OK, if you didn't know that, now, you know. Something that's unknown and unfamiliar to us, most of the time, we're going to be reluctant to approach it. If it's something that we have to do, we're going to be a little hesitant because it's new. That's just wired in our fucking DNA, period. End of story. So as an example, I take you as an individual. We go to some forest, some random forest. Let's call it uh, Wonderland, right? We'll call it Wonderland just to keep it funny. And I drop you in the forest and I let you know. I'm like, hey, dude. Everything's cool, right? There's nothing out here that's gonna fuck with you. There's nothing that's gonna hurt you. you. You have my word, right? You have my total word. I'm gonna come get you in the morning, but it's pitch black, okay? I don't care who you are, where you're from, how tough you think you are, whether a little bit or a lot, you're gonna feel fear and be uncomfortable there. Why? Because it's unknown, you don't know where you're at, and it's dark, period. Now, if I left you there for weeks, and nothing happens, every night you're gonna get more comfortable, okay? The point is this. Again, when you're presented with something unfamiliar and new and unknown, you will fear there will be some hesitation and nervousness and emotional reaction towards it because it's unfamiliar, okay? 
So now substitute that example that I just gave with whatever it is you're doing. If you're a new aspiring real estate agent or business person and you're on my podcast, why are you still running around complaining that you fear something or that you're a little hesitant? What I just gave you is the most succinct and clear and simple way that even a 10 year old can understand. So the point is you're going to feel it anyway. There's no avoiding that. People want to uh, go inside of their system as a human being and like remove emotions and be like, fuck that. I don't want to feel that. Yeah. Let's see how that works. Imagine if your ancestors did that. Okay. And then when the lion showed up, they go to pet it instead of fucking running away. Well, you wouldn't exist right now. You'd be dead because your gene pool wouldn't survive. So again, this shit is primitive and ancient. You just live in a modern society now and your DNA hasn't caught up with the stimulus around us. You think we're evolved. We're primitive as fuck as human beings. We're, we're literally like still apes and baboons and whatever we, you know, the Neanderthals or whatever. We're basically still that we haven't evolved that much on a genetic level. Now our intellect and mind and intelligence, of course, has evolved tremendously, but our DNA, our conditioning, our response, our motor responses are still the same from back then. This is why um, you find yourself at times being sexually aroused or scared, or you get an adrenaline shot. That's all hardwired shit that's subconscious like this all the time. And you're not going to have control over that. You're going to feel the emotion and be like, what the fuck? And now because we're smart and we've evolved, we want to try to go in and out smart and out intelligence our body. You're not going to do that. What you can do is understand your body and understand that, Hey, I have a consciousness and a willpower, not even a willpower because that requires strain, but you have the ability and you have the option of taking action. So let's say as an example, a new salesperson walks in day one and they want to make a phone call. Okay. They're going to feel fear. Even the veteran at times still feels that nervousness and spike of emotion. The only difference is the veteran has created a new pattern when he feels that emotion. That pattern is acknowledge it, reach, grab the phone where the new person, that feeling in that moment, remember what I said earlier, that was previously not familiar to them, they experience it and they're like, oh shit, what happens? Uh-oh, I feel fear, why am I feeling fear? And they start going through this question game, which gets you nowhere. All that the veteran has learned is, I just, when I feel that, I acknowledge it, but then I keep going and I call. Because once you get in the action, your mind is now, your conscious mind is now occupied on something and you're not gonna feel that anymore. Any athletes who listen to this, God damn, I would be nervous as fuck before every fucking basketball game. But as soon as the ball went up and the referee threw it, I couldn't hear the crowd and I'm fucking all in, zoned in, and nerves are out the fucking window and we're playing the game. So focused, right? Which by the way, that it makes your um, senses a lot sharper, by the way, when you feel that shot of adrenaline and it actually makes you better, okay? So you should be happy that you're feeling these emotions, okay? It was so focused for me on the court that it was like the crowd's noise. And I, I played in some stadiums full of thousands of people, okay? And you could barely hear it. But if my coach said something to me, I could hear him clearly, clearly with thousands of people screaming. So that tells you the power of the shit. If we're going to try to take a different perspective on it, a higher perspective. Instead of complaining about it, we can embrace it and use it to our advantage. Because when you do have those emotions spiking and your adrenaline is going, you're sharper. It's like the lion walks into the room. God damn, physically, 
you're going to be capable of some shit that you're normally not capable of. Okay. So we naturally fear the unknown and the unfamiliar basic understanding people need to have, because as you move on and progress in whatever it is that you're doing, you're still going to feel that. Okay. Think of situations where nervousness or some sort of emotion gets inspired, even if it's not negative, maybe it's a positive one. Maybe it's a positive one, whether a lot or a little, you're still going to feel the fucking emotion, dude. What changes is your response. What changes is the new pattern that you have to ingrain in your system. Okay. When you hear people talk about rituals and habits and all that, that's this, what I'm talking about. One simple one is the person changes their pattern from alarm goes off and I hit snooze to alarm goes up and I fucking wake my ass up. That's one change in your pattern. Do that consistently for a while. Now that becomes automatic, simple, not rocket science. Same thing with making the call. Like the first example I gave you, the rookie feels fear stops. The veteran feels fear, keeps going. It's one step that's changed. You substitute one step, the pause with the go forward. That's it. It's that simple. But what people have done now is they've, they've uh, preyed upon these people and now they've created systems and products and, and 20 day seminars on how to conquer your fears. I just gave it to you in one fucking answer. That's it. Now, could I bullshit and create? Of course, but why do that? Why do that? That's a waste of everybody's time. And all it does is it cripples the individual getting the information because now their entire focus is on handling something that's handled in an instant. How many things are floating around in our mind alongside with the subject that we're tackling from the wrong angle? It's not, why am I fearful? How do I handle this fear? It's, hey, I want to take an action and this one thing is in my way. How the fuck do I get this out of the way? Right there, that's a better way of looking at it because that's how I looked at it. When I was in that position, I didn't know any better. I really didn't. My thing was, okay, I want to do this action. I feel this nervousness or I feel this, this, this feeling of and, and this talk in my head to not do it. Okay, I, I need to get that out of the way. How do I do that? Let's continue doing what I want to do and let's eliminate this little pebble that I have in the road, this little speed bump. Let me get it out of the way. So now I approached it from this perspective of, okay, let's get this thing out of the way. How can I maneuver around this? Or what can I do to, to get it out of the way? Instead of questioning it like other people, they start dissecting it. Well, why do I feel this? And dude, that's not going to get you anywhere. All you're going to do is keep floating around the subject, but not effectively getting anything done. And I'm not all about that, right? I'm all about getting shit done and being as efficient as possible. Efficient as possible. Okay. So one way, if we're going to go over techniques and practical things for everybody would be to now oversaturate yourself with that situation. Okay. What's up, dude? Got my cat here. You can see him on the camera here, but not on Instagram. Uh, what I mean by that is this, if making that phone call for somebody makes them nervous, you want to oversaturate them with it. You want to have them make calls a lot that first day and multiple days to overstimulate themselves with that. That's one way of getting over it because eventually that, that numbs, we can say, the feeling. Because they're so exposed to it, they now build a resistance to it in the sense that they realize it's not that bad. Okay? For example, if you, if you grew up with maybe not so much as far as uh, protection, clothing, and you were in colder weather and your body was more exposed to cold, you built up a resistance to it. You literally built up a resistance because your body's like, shit, it's either I adapt or I die. 
that's the survival mechanism as a human being. I just gave you a more logical and modern day approach to it. So when that happens, that's one simple way to get over it. Now, what people don't tell you is when you're that individual who's being oversaturated in it, uh, it it's taxing on you emotionally for sure, especially if you don't have your mind right, but that's okay because those, those, those are the things that you want to be doing to push yourself because 99.9% .9 of people are going to be willing to do that, even though that's one of the most practical ways to get over it. That's what I did. That's literally what I did because I didn't know better. And as I was doing it, I didn't know it was a technique. My thought process was, well, eventually I got to get better at this shit because that's, again, progress is what we go for as human beings. I want to adapt. I want to get better. So how am I going to get better at chopping down a tree? Well, fuck, I need to chop more trees. I need to take more swings with the ax. Okay. Now, eventually, as a practitioner and whatever it is that you guys want to get good at, you start to get better. Nothing is enjoyable in the beginning, by the way. When I sucked at basketball, I didn't enjoy it. When I sucked at making phone calls, I didn't enjoy it. When I sucked at door knocking, I didn't enjoy it. When I sucked at speaking and making videos, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't. But now I reap the reward of constantly doing it. Okay? Yet, yet, people forget that when, when they're in the beginning. They're like, oh man, you know, I've talked to 10 people on the phone and I haven't gotten good yet. What? Or man, I've seen a hundred of these videos and what you said, but when I got on the phone, I choked. Well, no shit. Cause the video that you saw was the 10,563rd time that I've said that line. Of course it's going to come out good. Of course it's going to come out polished. And in that video, you didn't see the other million times that I got told to go fuck myself and go die and you're the shittiest salesman on the planet and all the other bullshit that I heard. You caught one moment out of millions of moments and you focused on that, which by the way, is a product of everybody else, what they tell you to focus on. When's the last time you brought home a win and told people and said, Hey, I want to share my win with you. And everyone else pokes holes in it. Well, how long did it take you to get that win? Well, how many losses before you got that win? Right. And they start trying to fucking find the, the bad in it. Right. Which is again, a certain pattern that they've created through their upbringing that they're projecting on you. And those patterns can literally make you blind to things like what I just told you about. Nothing is fun in the beginning when you're not good at it. What you become addicted to is getting better and you stick to your word. That's what you get better at because you're not going to find enjoyment in sucking at something. The best you can do is laugh at yourself. Like I did. There's no enjoyment in that. But what I relish in and love is seeing those micro improvements on a daily basis. Right? Competing with myself. That's what I enjoy. Then eventually you get better. But what people do in the beginning is they start beating themselves up. Oh, well, I'm not good at this. And I guess I'm not cut out for this. It's like, dude, you've been doing this shit for a week and you're already fucking complaining about it. Give me a break. So a person is faced with a new situation. Again, it's unfamiliar, unknown to them. Now their mind is going through things that they haven't gone through because a lot of these situations you went through as a kid, by the way, when you learn to ride a bike, when you learn to write, when you learn to talk, you fucked up a lot. But when you're a kid, you don't have all this bullshit conditioning here on the front, analyzing and judging everything. You just do it as a kid. Think about all the shit you did as a kid that you didn't care about. 
that now you're like, fuck, I would never do that. And it's not even like illegal or bad. You just wouldn't do it. But as a kid, you were like, fuck it, I'll do it. That's what you need to tap into, man. God damn. I might even start a fucking series where I teach a kid how to cold call just so you guys can see how they respond. I guarantee you it's going to be a lot better and they're, and they're going to quit a lot later if they do than an adult, which is pathetic because the adult can actually conceptualize the rewards for it. If I tell an adult, you can be successful and make a, you know, a bunch of money and get a Lamborghini or whatever it is that you want. They're like, oh shit. To a child, they're like, that shit is meaningless to them, but they'll still do it for the sake of doing it. So where, where, you know what I mean? Like as simple as this shit is, people still will hit that wall and then their mind will wander. That's really what it is. So if I can give you anything else that's practical for application, when you're faced with things that you're not familiar with, that are unknown, what you need to do is this. Focus on not allowing your mind to wander. That will save you a lot of heartache, a lot of time, a lot of stress, and some of these other negative things that have been fucking riding you for so long, for so long, by simply just doing that. When you start asking, oh, why do I feel fearful and all those stupid ass questions? What does your mind do? You're asking your mind a question that it cannot answer, which is literally the quickest way to drive yourself insane. And human beings do this to themselves on a daily basis, unfortunately. You know who else is a victim of that? Find two people who maybe had a relationship and they broke up and the communication line wasn't clear and they don't know why it happened. Follow those two people. They're going to live a very sad life for a long time, probably. And some people will never get out of those dark times because their mind is stuck on something that unless they open up that communication line with that individual, they're never going to find the answer. So their mind is just, could it be this? And they're done. And a lot of people will never dig themselves out of that hole. And how was that insanity imposed on that individual? It was self-imposed. It wasn't by any outside force. It was them. Straight up. So when people come to me with questions, entrepreneurship, money, real estate, and all this stuff, 99% of these wounds that individuals have are self-imposed. This thing that I'm describing to you, this fear of execution or doing something, that's self-imposed, man. Because believe it or not, you have control of all of these things, how you respond, how you think, what you study, all of that. Especially in this age, I'm just one individual who doesn't even have that big of a following. And I give a ton of great information for people if they actually apply it. If you just listen and you don't do anything with it, it's fucking worthless. Then don't even watch me, please. Don't even subscribe to my shit. Because if you're not applying it, then I don't want you watching me. I don't want mental masturbators. I want people who are actually taking these things and putting them into action. That's what I want because I want to help. I want to create change. And you have to be able to make that decision and it all falls on you. It all falls on you. So the next time you're presented with that situation, the next time you're presented with that situation, remember this moment and say, this is what they're talking about. This is the moment that they're talking about. <gasps> okay, now it's time for me to apply. Am I going to fall into the old pattern or am I going to create a new one? Am I going to change? Am I finally going to take that step that I know I need to take 
And then I know exactly what it is, but am I going to take it? And at that moment, what happens is completely on you. And you have to live with the consequences of said actions and responses for the rest of your life. Because each moment and the decisions that you make in this moment creates the next moment and the next moment and the next moment and the next moment. Then that becomes your life. So as the, the chapters of the book are being created, you're writing them, whether you realize it or not. It's that simple, okay? So when it comes to fear, have a basic understanding of it, okay? Stop fighting it. Stop trying to figure it out. Acknowledge it, shake its hand, and then move on because that's all you can do, okay? So with that said, the main portion here of the uh, podcast is over. I'll be opening it up to questions now. As always, if you guys need anything real estate, go to tbcsoul.com and... Number two, if you guys are interested, go to briancasella.com and get on my Modern Success Program. That's a coaching program I opened up to the whole world. Um, number two would be to check it out on my Instagram profile. And lastly, if you want to partner with myself and Team BC, go to partnerwithteambc.com and we'll take it from there. Okay. Thank you for watching. If you guys are on Instagram, we'll open it up to Q&A now. Okay. Peace. Do seriously do a TED talk. A lot of uh, a lot of the TED talks, dude. I've talked to people that work there, dude. You have to have like a connection to get there, and unfortunately, I don't. So I don't know if I'll be on TED Talk, and I don't know if they'll accept somebody who's rated R. Okay, Kyle, I'm missing. I think a piece of your question. She's already pre-approved for the loan. I'm actually approved. I'm just trying to act like a lender. Uh, uh, I think I missed the other part of your question, dude. Please repost it. Yasmin, I'm filling in the blanks. Same thing with my coaching and a lot of the stuff that I teach. It's shit that other people aren't teaching and what I'm moved to teach. Because when it comes to anybody's career or what people are doing, what you need to do is already out there. Enough. But why aren't people executing? Why aren't they improving mentally? Why is their communication still shit? That's why I teach what I teach. I'm a messenger. You can call it. Competition shouldn't excite you or make you fearful. Competition is a part of life. Case in point, we play chess. Should a pawn or a king or a queen excite me or make me fearful? No, it's a part of the game. Play the game. That's it. How do you stop the pattern of thinking and not doing what ifs or what happened. The best thing that has served me, Isis, is taking action, right? So let's say, um, you know, the example of making a call, okay? A lot of people will freeze because they don't do it, then their mind wanders. 
if I'm doing something and I'm occupied engaging, making a call, meeting with a client or, or doing something, it does not allow your mind to idle. And too many people allow their minds to idle because they don't do shit. And it's not a purposeful idol. Like you meditating is a purposeful conscious idol of your mind, but they just sit there watching Netflix or not doing anything and their mind goes. It's a practice you need to engage in. But I would say people aren't doing enough. That's why. If you're doing a lot, you don't have time to sit there and say, what if? Oh, Steve, that's funny, bro. Was that her? Yeah, she said, what's up? I gave her some tips to give to you, dude. <laughs> that's dope, man. Small world. And then I saw somebody else that I knew right when I was talking to her and they started talking to me. It was funny. Awesome. Uh, Mr. Land244, good, man. If it helps you, awesome. Good. Okay, what people need to understand is this. Your thoughts, like when thoughts pop up randomly or your emotions get fired off, that's your, how, how would I put it? That's separate from your mind. That's your, your, your body, which is a machine. You look at a bird chirping, making the nest, shitting, feeding its kids, laying eggs. That's a machine. That's the machine part of you. Right? So what I have control of is when I sit here consciously and say, okay, I'm going to make a call. Now, if I'm making the call, right? And during the ringing or whatever, my mind's saying random shit like, oh, you need to go pick up your cat or blah, blah, blah. That's just random shit popping up. What the error is, is people latch on to shit and then look at it. I don't do that. Your mind's going to go regardless, right? But people try to wrestle, wrestle with those thoughts that pop up. That's where the mistake is. How does visualizing how you act in spite of fear help? Because this is, this is why, Dylan, your subconscious mind as a human being, as a spiritual being, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't know the difference between what you imagine and what's happening in real life. So if you visualize yourself in a situation, taking the action over and over and you feel it and you see yourself and you actually put yourself there and you do it over and over, your mind is thinking, I'm doing it. Okay. Case in point, when's the last time you had a crazy dream, bad dream or a nightmare and you wake up sweaty? That's because your body was going through actually being in it. How do I make sure I know exactly what I'm doing when I get started in real estate? See, I still don't know what I'm doing. Nobody knows exactly what they're doing in every moment, Mo. That's a crippling statement that will stop you from taking action. When I started, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I'm very good now, but I still don't know everything. You're never gonna know exactly what you're doing because shit is changing. Something might need to be adjusted. You'll get better. So scratch that. Uh, Justin, that's simple psychology, brother. What is taboo people wanna do? Why do you think people, when they go out, dudes purposely will wear a wedding ring? Because they get more girls, right? Because it's taboo. You're not supposed to go after the married guy or, or sleep around, right? It's the taboo stuff. What would high school you do? I wouldn't do anything different in high school, Leo. I was going after um, my basketball dreams and I pursued them. I wouldn't change anything. 
I, I'm missing the first part of your question, Kyle. That question you're asking me makes no sense. She was already approved. I need to know the context before that statement. What, something's missing. Is this, you have an offer out? Like what's going on? I don't understand the situation. That's what I'm asking you. Any advice on how to start promoting your sphere of influence that you'll be getting into real estate? Hey guys, I'm getting my real estate license. That's how you do it. Third year, I decided to start my team, David. I go live pretty often, man. Do you do podcasts? Yes, this is a podcast, brother. It's on my, it's on every major podcast platform and I started a YouTube channel. Would I go on Joe Rogan's? Yeah, probably if he asked me, but I don't have enough followers. I don't think he's gonna ask me. Many people have told me, uh, without reading the rest, Mo, without reading the rest, I can already tell that's a trap. Whenever you guys see or hear, many people told me that's a red flag. Yes, I've had a seller's agent ask for that and they cross-qualify. Kyle, yes, I've seen that. Yep, you're right, Justin, absolutely. Part of the motivation, maybe for people coming up, could be, hey, I'll show them. A little bit of that's fine, but if your sole purpose is to do that, then yeah, it's a complete waste. I succeeded for me. I could give a fuck about haters or people who talk shit about me. Like I, I really could care less. They, they have zero influence on my life, my thoughts, my feelings, my mood, my actions, right? Cool, okay guys, um, I'll end it here. Thank you for being here. You guys already heard Team BC sold for whatever you need, modern success if you wanna get on it. Uh, partner with teambc.com if you wanna partner with me at uh, EXP. All right, peace. Uh, I'll answer your questions right now, Kevin. Hold on.